Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I am Amir Fergie is about to jump on and we are back. We did a quickie roundabout and we cover um, the calves, the trades, the the ban on the uh the event that the Sacramento Kings pulled on Westbrook. We get into some of the trade talks and then we get into our game. Listen in. Hello, governor. Howdy, partner. To me, I get laughed. People probably just hate it every time we do it, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you get one chuckle like that a week, right? Yep, yep. Uh, okay, so real quick. So we had a couple of bets from last week. Two of them have ended. One we'll just add to this week's bets. But, um, well, Cavs blew out Utah, and you won that. And then Spike tonight... Cavs. <laughs> Ute and then the cat uh tonight's game was Golden State at Milwaukee and they got throttled from the moment the game started. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. And Very so bad. you'd bet 200 on that one. I'd bet 100. So as of right now, I'm still at 900. You are at 1800 cuz you dropped okay. two. Oh, or I'm sorry, 1900. 1000 cuz you got a point. You got yes, 1900. And then so we have the Saturday game already which is 76ers at Miami. And then I got three more games for us. I got two right. Monday night games. I got Nets versus Cavs. What do you got on that? Uh, I'm going I'm going Nets. Nets are uh Nets are hitting the stride right now, man, and I know I picked the Cavs in uh, the last week's game, but I'm going Nets uh I'm going probably like by eight or 10. So I don't know what the line is, but I'm going nets for 200. 200, trying to cash in on that big money again. And you know what? They are rolling, but, and Kyrie will be playing since the travel game. So I will go with the nets as well, but I will go a modest 100 because I got to make sure I have some money. Um, next one we got is 76ers at the Wizards, another top um pretty good matchup there so what you got on that one um and these are straight up since we don't know where's it being played at in washington which really doesn't matter it's like what maybe three hour drive yeah you know i'm gonna go philly over the last uh 10 games there they've had a better stretch right now um yeah people are quietly you know not really talking about it but Embiid having a mvp type of season which is Mm -hmm going a little bit under the radar right now. Um, I mean, it's hard for him to go under the radar, but uh, I mean, if you look at it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Do you know that in his last five games, he has averaged 31 points? Every, or Sorry, he has scored 31 points every game. Wow. Just on the dot, 31. On the dot. 31, 31, 31, 31, 31. <laughs> I wonder how long, like, what's the most consecutive same number score is that like the i mean no one probably i mean knowing espn they probably have a staff for that but yeah um that's pretty impressive 31 yeah, and, then the, and then the three games part of that 34 36 36 so i mean he's he's on, he's on a tear right now he's yeah. he's playing well and he's shooting it at a pretty you know he's being pretty efficient as well and one thing i like too looking at this not shooting a lot of threes 
Well, that's the thing. Like nobody's going to be able to guard him in the post. I don't understand. Like, yeah, I understand. Like if you screen and roll every once in a while, like pop, you know, pop out for a three, just to keep everybody a little bit like open floor floor, but you're seven feet. There's what? 280 no one in the league is close to that anymore but you that's, know but that's how you stay on a roll and stay consistent right mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. you start to drip out to the three-point line and then you have a game where he's like oh he's two for eight from three and that's missed opportunities in the paint getting more free throws getting more fouls than the other yep. team doing all that stuff so i mean you're you're consistent with that when you do play to your strengths and you're not yeah. you know adding the you know the variable hey I'm, I'm off tonight shooting and that's all you got if you get in a rhythm in the paint and get his moves going yep. get the other team in foul trouble lights out man so yeah, i agree i agree so who you got in that game then i'm going sixers for uh How much? i'm going 200 on that one as well Ooh, 200 look at you trying to big balling uh i will go wizards for 100 just because kuzma's been on a roll baby and yeah. Montrez really and KCP got into a little scuffle in the locker room. So I think so did you read be... any about that? What what ended up happening with that? Uh, all I read was that there was just punches thrown, but oh actual punches thrown. Punches I thought it was thrown, yeah. Oh, but I don't know. Like I feel like that happens in every locker room, though. Like it's just this one, like I mean, you've been in uh, pretty high level sport, you know, locker rooms. Like people just get at each other, don't they? Yeah, no, you get I was yeah, I was gonna bring it up and kind of talk to you about that too. You know, there's God, there's so much crap that goes that goes on when you're spending a lot of time with, uh, you know, with members of a team. Right. And I mean, they're traveling all the time. They are constantly with each other. There's little shit that can get under each other's skin. And we have no idea the history of these two. Right. When, yeah. um, you know, when one was with the Lakers, the other they were one was with the Lakers and then the Clippers yep. and then they both were with the Lakers. Right. Yep. For yep. a short period of yep. time. So, I mean, who knows something that could have been said behind closed doors that KCP was talking shit that Montrez, you know, shouldn't have been there, blah, blah, blah. Why'd we sign him? He's like, whatever. So we don't know all the, all the shit behind, but um, yeah, I mean, we don't know when they say punches thrown, is that NBA punches thrown? Right. Where right, they just walk right, up right, and right. kind of act, act hard, but they know that everybody's going to get in the middle or yeah. was it like Gilbert Arenas in the locker yeah. room pulling guns yeah. on people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like, I mean, obviously I've, we haven't been in an NBA locker room as like professional, whatever, but like, I feel like that's just normal. People get under each other's skin, just naturally, yeah. just like people do friends getting in each other's skins. Like it's just natural things. And so when you're that have that much of a testosterone, just, you know, frustrations and win or lose or the hypeness, whatever, like it just happens. Like I can't imagine how many fights there are in football games in in locker rooms and football games you know it's like oh yeah. those dudes literally beat the shit out of each other so why would they not fight each other to, you know in the locker room when someone says something you know well, so yeah, because you know what there's a lot of people that try to use comedy as a as a release or you yeah. know relief yeah. and there's somebody else that may not be feeling it mm-hmm. you know where you know, it's not on the public, but they could have contract issues. They could have family issues, stuff that they're bringing in. They're trying to hide. Somebody says something just as a joke. And next thing you know, guy snaps on somebody else and it's, you know, haymakers are being thrown. So, yeah, I mean, no, I agree. I agree. I completely agree. So, um, and then the last game we got is uh, um, this one's actually another good one because the Cavs, well, the, we've betting a couple of Cavs games, but the Cavs are up there in the East. The Bulls recently lost to the Nets pretty bad. 
but they're still a number one seed. So we got Cavs at the Bulls Wednesday night. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna say the Bulls are gonna gonna respond. Uh, they're not a they're not just this young team that's all of a sudden gonna say, oh my god, we lost by a lot. We're not that good. We're gonna go in the tank a little bit. Uh, they got some veteran guys. They're gonna they're gonna be okay. So How much you got I, on that I'm one? I'm gonna say Bulls for hundred. All right. And just because it's Iden's team, I got to go against it. I got Cavs for 100. <laughs> Look at me being on the Cavs bandwagon after bashing on them for an entire like three months of it. So hey, we need to get Iden back on for a guest appearance, huh? He is not allowed back on until he apologizes for not acknowledging the Lakers championship. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. I've told him when he comes on and apologizes, he can be on the pod. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying one of the original hosts needs to. He, he Look, on. he's more than welcome. He needs to acknowledge the Lakers. He still doesn't acknowledge the championships. Like he's he's literally the let's let's just leave the politics out of it. But he there's an individual in recent era who's not acknowledged on defeat. You, hey, know? you know what? I'm not going to get into that fight between y'all. <laughs> um, OK, let's go from there to a couple of pretty impressed things that happened that I can't explain it. And maybe you can cam reddish was traded for basically a bag of peanuts. Well, do you think they got a good, decent amount for him? So, so what they got Kevin Knox, right? Right. They got a couple of draft, like second round protected draft picks or first round draft one draft pick. I think it was out of it. I mean, a, a first round, a first round pick, right? Plus another guy from who, the Nets, though, like it, it, do, it doesn't matter. But you're getting like a 28th pick. You got to remember, though, you get the 28th pick. OK, they potentially could package that with their 19th pick or something like that. And something else. I mean, you just you start. Right, but you have Cam together. Reddish was what a lottery pick, right? He was. But Kevin Knox was also a first round pick, too. That's true. Knox, I just Knox like did, so Knox got injured, I believe, after whatever, maybe his first year. But then also he's been playing behind when they got Julius Randle, they got um, lefty RJ Barrett as well. So he kind of hadn't ever had a chance to find his rhythm. I'm not saying he's going to, he could be somebody that's always towards the end of the bench, but um, I mean, I don't know. He's not a, yeah, he's but not one of those guys that's in his 12th that year. That's just for just to throw in, you know, to eat up some salary space. But like, where do you put Cam Reddish on the Knicks? I, I don't know. I mean, he's your, he's a second He'll be a, a second string guy to to play alongside Derrick Rose, right? Well, is I mean he's a six eight small forward, so it, yeah, it's... but he's a shooter though. He's straight shooter. He's not the when you take a look at that, don't look at him as like the guy that's going to be banging inside doing no, that I, stuff. He's a stretch guy for sure. I get it, but I mean, okay, so you put him at the two, right? <laughs> yeah, he's not a point guard. I mean, no, he's... God, no. What's that? No, he's definitely not a point guard. Yeah, so but, then, so he's big. In what's RJ? RJ is what um, a small forward then? Yeah. What's the what's the trade deadline? What's the date we're looking at here? February something. It's usually middle of February. So something tells me Reddish is going to be on the move again before the deadline. He played so well for them in the playoffs last year too. That's why I was so surprised that they were willing to give up on him so early. I'm gonna I'm gonna say he'll be um, he'll be on the move again. Really? Okay. But you, but you also look at, I mean, Kemba Walker and Derrick Rose, they're both injured, right? Yeah. But he's not a point guard. Like we just discussed, he's not like a guard, like a, a, a typical point guard. Like I know, guys. but I know, but we talked about this in the past, right? You just put a bunch of guys yeah. out there. Yeah. Mean, yeah. You don't have to have point guard mentality. It's not like teams are pressing 94 feet, like literally 
Yeah. You know, you could just walk the ball up court and yeah. get into it. I mean, Julius Randle probably brings up the ball anyways half the yeah. time. So it's not that. Yeah, so you just I just it, thought he was fake. valued more than that. But, um, okay, the next one was, this is one that is kind of unfortunate. Bowl Bowl gets traded to Detroit. Yep. And then the trade is now rescinded because he didn't clear some sort of physical. Shit, maybe he tried to mess up that physical so he didn't have to go to Detroit. <laughs> I mean, he was going from one cold environment to another. It's not that dramatic of a but difference. But he was what? But... He was in Denver? Yeah. Uh, Denver, you got a shot at making a deep run in the playoffs. I mean, I don't yeah, care if in... you're not playing or you're on the end of the bench or whatever. He's still, you know. But I think he would play more thing. in Detroit. He played quite a bit more. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. But I just that trade. I feel bad for him. I, I he's. I feel like he'd be a good player on. I mean, maybe not like um, playoff contending team, but like some of these young teams or some of these like kind of like in the middle of nowhere teams. Throw him at your center and see what happens. Like he's athletic. He's what seven four athlete basically. He's like a. He's like a Sacramento Kings. Throw right. him on the Kings and let him run up and down, shoot some threes. Look, he'll get somebody watching the games. You know, he'll bring a couple of people to watch that game because he's just yeah. such an intriguing figure. You know, it's like Taco. Taco is like such an intriguing figure that like, you kind of want to go just to see what he is, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. Um, but I mean, so, I just, who knows what happened with that? I mean, there's a lot behind yeah. of, a, of a physical, uh, you know, medical type stuff where maybe his knees, they did some tests and yeah. like, nah, we don't, yeah. we don't want him. Or he threw it because he didn't want to go to Detroit. That could be it. That could be it. Um, so, and then the last thing I had for you was, uh, so Lakers were playing Sacramento Kings last night. They yep. lost I, just right off the bat. Um, hey, for but, all you, sorry to interrupt. For all you mm-hmm. gamblers out there, <laughs> Lakers game overs is a lock. Yeah. Every yeah. There's day, no defense. Man. There's no defense. My God. There's no defense. If that thing is less, if that thing is less than 225 as the number, <laughs> Hammer the overs. Uh, I mean, it was bad. I was so I was watching it, and then the Sacramento Kings. This is I thought was hilarious. Every time um, uh, Westbrook missed it, they would play like something like ice cold or something like that, right? And then the the, ice ice baby song. Yeah, and then they had at the end of the game they have the ice cold player of the game, and you know it was Westbrook because he shot for like two for something, and. so he came back and was like, oh, they should have, you know, I wonder if they did that for the first 13 years of my career. I'm like, probably, because I don't know how many good games you probably had. Hey, can we just talk about, that's pretty funny. It's hilarious. Sorry. I was, I, I, the fact that he even re- responded with that, like, he should have just laughed that. I was like, yeah, even he, when he lost, saw his stat line, he was like, oh shit, shoot better. Like in the interview, he said that. So it's like, you know, you shot horrible. So that's just, yeah. And then you uh, see the, the NBA banned it. They can't, second, yeah. they can't use it anymore. Exactly. And that's the thing. Get out of here. Like, Everybody's that's just sensitive makes, as shit. Yeah. Like, I, I wonder if he reached out to them like, hey, this is disrespectful or something. Speaking, but, of, speaking, of, speaking of whack-ass softies out there, did you see Devin Booker complain that about That was my next guy? one. <laughs> Come on, man. But did you see, like, see, he took it to heart. Like, after the game, his Twitter emoji, whatever, is the Raptors logo. And, like, he, like, he, like, went and said, hey, him, the Raptor and I are cool now. Like, whatever, after the game. But, like, Westbrook wouldn't even do that, you know, like yeah. he doesn't get the sense of he doesn't have the sense of humor to acknowledge something like that, I guess. But yeah, but well, it's be it's also because Westbrook, knows, he sucked it up, <laughs> man, he is playing like he is shooting so bad, dude. So this is the part that gets me frustrated. A minute left in the game. Lakers are down by I think it was two. 
and they have the ball with a minute left. He has LeBron, who's not shooting great at three, but on the court, he had uh, uh, August uh, Reeves on the court, and he had uh, Malik Monk, who were both shooting like above 50% from three. Guess what he does? Jacks it up. You shooting two? I think he was two for eight from three or two for nine from three. Why are you shooting? Like I'll, t- I'll tell you why he's shooting because he's trying to get these hidden points that in the stat sheet, if it says he scored 17 points that night, they're going to be like, oh, okay, whatever. He had 17, seven and four. Oh, good. Okay. He played. Okay. That, you know, some of that stuff gets lost. Like when you look at just throughout the whole year, all the points that you compile and you get into that average, if he has 11 points, everybody's like, Oh geez, yeah. when was the last time he only scored a single day? So it's these little hidden points in the fourth quarter where you watch and some of these players, you know, get like five or six points in a row when in like very meaningless time before they get pulled out. And you're like, damn, he really didn't have 17. He had like a crappy game, but on paper, it's going to look like, Oh, he played. Yeah. Okay. The next day when you just turn to the sports well, page. It's or- not only that, but it's also, it's kind of like the Kobe or Jordan thing where yeah, Kobe or Jordan shot two for 15, but they made the shots that counted, you know, like he wants to be the guy like, Oh yeah, he shot two for 14, but he made the clutch shot. And so you yeah. forget, you ignore that. So look, he was oh for four at that point. And he had all these other guys on the court. He and Malik Monk was six of a nine from three. It's crazy. He should be the guy that should be taking that shot. Not you, you know, set a screen and roll for him or set a pick or something and get him open or drive and get him open. You know, like, why are you, uh, that was frustrating. So, so I, wish, anyways. I, wish we, I wish we had a, like a statistician that's here to, to help us out with this, mm-hmm. AKA Google. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Find it somewhere. <laughs> Do you, when is the last time Russell Westbrook has scored under 10 points in three straight games? I mean, probably his rookie year. I, I know he, he shoots terrible percentage, but just the amount and the volume yeah. allows him to get double digits on almost every night. The yeah. last two games, he has scored eight points, six points, and nine points. Wow. That's pathetic. For, I mean, that, that's pathetic because if you're not shooting well, get to the line, my man. You are so damn athletic. Well, he's not good drive. at the line either. That's the it thing. It doesn't like, matter. Can... You can get contact, get to the yeah. line, make a make some. He's 65% for the free throw line. Yes, that's terrible for a guard. But still, get to the line and make a few. Yep. No, I, I – it just – that he drives me insane. I Single digits, three games in a row? I can't – I really can't see anybody really trading for him. Unless they're trying to get people in the seats, because people might come. He wasn't top fifty of all time, was he? Well, he wasn't top fifty. He's probably top seventy-five, though. Was he top seventy-five that they said? I hope not, but I'm assuming he is. I mean, I'll look it up right now. But let's go to what you got for me. Yeah. So, question: We got Clay Thompson back, right? Right. Since his return. Walk me through what your thoughts are. Since his return, they've been beaten twice, right? That's okay. And it, and it is okay. But what do you what did you watch either of the games when he came back? I, I watched like little bits of pieces. He, you know what? It's not if they lose, it's not his fault because um he's not only just trying to get into game shape, but um the team is trying to, you know, figure out how to play with him, how to, you know, just everything that goes on with a player that was such a key 
vital play for them. But now, you know, he's been gone for two years, two plus years. He's he. I think they said he missed over five hundred and some days since his last game that he played, which is yeah, over it was two over, years. It was over that, I think it was yeah, seven, or seven hundred something yeah. like that, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. So it's like over two years worth of just away from on court basketball. So it's going to take a while for him to get figured out, but yes. um, I take nothing away from these. I mean, they're, they're on a road trip, which means, you know, it's tougher usually when you're on uh road trips, especially on long ones from East to West. Um, they Lakers, I think Lakers Spurs Clippers and um, Golden State always have these little bit longer trips and they don't always do great, but I, I don't take much into it. Do you? I think they, no. they're playing fine. I think what so, the way they're playing is just fine. It's just they've just lost a couple of games. Yeah, so what I was going to say is, so in the other night when they played Memphis, right, he was a plus 17 when they lost. Right. So when he's on, when he's on the court, they were plus 17. And we talked about this. Memphis is on a roll right now. Memphis, Memphis is, is just... definitely on a roll. And then they ran into a buzzsaw with the Bucks. So yeah. I just wanted to get your your point of view on this because, yeah, I don't take too much stock in it. They're they're going to get right. They're going to figure it out. And then Draymond's been been out since he uh, – right? Since the first game back? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So, so I, mean, I mean, you're missing the you pretty the, vital One of the biggest pieces player. of your team that's out as well. So exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah, I know there's been people that, you know, whatever – talking heads that have been saying oh man is he gonna disrupt what they had going and stuff like that i i don't think so i don't think at all once they get them in and figure it out and get uh it's kind of like when you get first week of the season if guys didn't play together in training camp or in the preseason like you're getting used to each other and how you know the feel of the cuts and when he's going to do this when he's going to do that so i completely agree yeah he was when like you said against the um grizzlies he was the only one that was plus out of everybody on their team or except, you know, for one or two players. And then in tonight's game, they just got throttled right off the bat. I mean, when you don't have Draymond green, you're not going to beat Milwaukee. You're just yep. not like you, you, they don't have anybody to match up with Giannis. They're just not, they just, the teams aren't fundamentally right matchups for each other. So I got another question for you. Mm-hmm. What is Portland going to do? That was going to be mine too. I, uh, you blow it up. Look, I mean, he's, out with, for, he's out for what? What'd they say? He's out for the season. Two, they said two months. He's out for the season. The, okay, the, so there's yeah, no I mean, reason at that point in time. Why would you bring him back if yeah. you're the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Um, and then I don't know how long is CJ going to be out for. He's been out since I mean, December 6th. Uh, look, we talked, we talked about this a couple times. I think they, at this point, now that you know, you're look, Clippers aren't going to make the playoffs because Paul George basically is out for the season. You know, ne- yeah. you don't think Kawhi's coming out. Well, he's and not then, going to now. If Paul yeah. George is why would out for the season, why would yeah. he come back and do that? Just exactly. take it off. And then same thing with uh, Blazers. If, if Leonard, if, what's his name isn't there? Lillard isn't there. doesn't matter if CJ comes back. He's not going to make a difference for that team. So you got him. This is maybe potentially, this is the, what, might trigger a bunch of trades you never know like clippers might get in there because look they have a they have a kind of an older team they have a couple of young guys but morris isn't like getting any younger and now he's gonna get a bunch of playing time do you get rid of him batoon all these guys throw a package in try to get some young draft picks or young players uh there's a bunch of teams like atlanta that just got like a stack full of players just sitting on the bench that are just young maybe trade for those yeah um I think the Blazers, this might be the trigger to get uh, Simmons there because we were, I was going to bring it up. They had a, they talked to Rich Paul, his agent, and they said they've come to know their same, same positions they work early in the season, right? Wow. 
So you're just sitting at home and losing money, not even gaining money. He's having to, he's not getting paid for this. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think within the next couple of weeks, we might see a couple of big trades now that Lillard's out. Yeah. Well, then you don't you think go, so? Hey, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could definitely see that with with Paul George going down and Damian Lillard. Both those teams are now like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Without these guys and without our other stars on there, we're looking at no playoffs this year. I know they don't like to say that, but behind closed doors, they can say no playoffs this year. What are we going to do? Let's play for next season. And if they get bad enough, I mean, you get a top five or six pick to go along with Dame. Yeah. I mean, possibly. Would you do this? Do? Would do they? You... Pa- but here's the thing: Do they package that their first round pick and somebody else for Ben Simmons? Well, how about this? Would you do a straight up trade, Ben Simmons for Paul George? Ooh. Straight up. No. You wouldn't. No. On which side would you say no to? Uh, I would say no on the 76er side really yeah i i don't i think the personality of of paul george i still think deep inside he he's gonna he's gonna say i i'm the number one um the only the only reason he wasn't is because Kawhi is like basically playing at the same position and there's no disputing that Kawhi is the number one and you're the number two with him and Embiid on there, there's always going to be that big man guard. Like I'm big, I'm better, or you're better. It's kind of like that Kobe and Shaq type thing, right? They See, both in different positions, so they both had that like swag of no, I'm better because I'm the big man. I'm taking care of the paint, and then Kobe's out there doing his thing. Yeah, same type of obviously completely different right. players. I'm not you know comparing those two or those two, but um, that's my comparison of what I think the egos would look like a little bit, and I I believe it might clash a little bit. I think. See, I think. I think he's come to realize that he's he's A, but he's not 1A. He's 1B. You know, like, he needs a sidekick. He and does, but right now he he realizes he's a 1B. But if he went to Philly and he could say, whoa, 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 that guy, the other guy doesn't play my position. Like, Yeah, but I the other guy is doesn't need you to be, what, top whatever in the East. He's taking this team to the Eastern Conference, whatever, what, three, four years. He's always contending for – uh, the East without me, and I don't know what 76 is a fifth and not far behind. Like, you know, they well, can be in fourth pretty quick, you know. I guess let me take that back a little bit and re- rephrase it. Okay. What's the contract that Paul George would have? How long would they have him for? Well, he's, I think, a free agent within the next. Didn't he just sign another contract? So, so then I, I wouldn't do it unless we had him locked up for like three years. If I'm the Sixers, if you, if you just got him for like a year or so and then he's out, no way. You need to be able to to gather some really good, you know, return for Simmons when you get rid of him. If you held off this long, you got to get a player that you have control of for at least three years, plus a draft pick and, you know, go in that route. That's what I'm saying. What if you gave him, what if CJ and a first round pick and one more player for Ben Simmons? You so think, I think uh, they want more than that, but I, I mean, that makes perfect sense for Philly because look, Philly is doing fine without him right now. And all you're doing is adding a good another shooter and a couple of draft picks. Why would you not do do that? Yeah, and Portland could basically. I mean, Portland isn't going to go anywhere if they gave up CJ and they didn't have Dame. So if you're the Sixers, you're like, oh yeah, give me your first also and and CJ. 
Yeah. They're naturally yeah. going to be a top 10 pick anyway. So you're adding CJ, you're adding another probably player and a top 10 pick to go with an already, you know, uh, skilled 76er team. That would yeah. be no, a good little, good little trade. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we all, we've been talking, everyone's been talking about that, that tr- trade for what, a year, year, whatever, since the Simmons thing came up. So we'll see if it happens. But uh, you ready for it? It should happen. Yes, yeah. I am. What time is it? Game time. <laughs> there we go. Okay, you want to go first? All right. So, yes. So I have over the last 20 seasons, I believe it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have the top five starting lineups in the past 20 years. Can you name these five teams and their starting lineups over the last 20 years? Uh, uh, and you mean finals teams or just any uh, team? No, no, no. Just, just any team. I mean, yeah. The major. Probably. Okay. Main, main starting five. Okay. Go. Yeah. Throw, let's see. Throw it at me. Uh, let me see if they've all. Hold on. I think they, I think they all actually did win the championship. All right, no, no, you'll know who they are, but I'm saying name name those teams. Who who would you pick as like past 20 years? Who are your top like starting lineups? Oh, see I if would they're on this list. Sh- well, sh- the Lakers Shaq squad uh, would probably be on there. Uh, yes, that was number two. Which that was, year? Uh, the- that was 2000, 2001. Okay, and I would can you name that uh, that starting lineup. 2000, 2001. It was. Uh, Fisher, uh, Kobe, Shaq, uh, uh, what's the name? Robert Ori, Rick Fox. Oh no, Rick Fox and Ace. Was it AC Green on that roster? Horse Grant, baby. Horse Grant, Horse Grant, Horse Grant. All right, Ho- so you Robert got they were number two on the list. Yes. Okay. Uh, I would say the Golden State Warriors with uh, Durant. Uh, 2017, 2018. Yeah. Was, was the sign lineup was. Clay, uh, Curry, Durant, uh, Green, and was it um, the top, the Australian kid, right? Wasn't it? Um, Zaza Pachulia. Oh, was it Zaza? Oh, yeah. the year after. Okay. I okay. said that was the number one team that they rated in the top. Okay. The Bull, is the Bulls on there? In the past 20 years? No, no, not 20 years. Okay, so 20 years. Uh, I'd say the Spurs. Okay, 2002-2003 San Antonio Spurs, yeah. So that would be or that would be um Duncan, Parker, Ginobili. No, not Ginobili. Uh is a uh Bruce Bowen. Um Who was Tim Duncan's running mate? Oh, was it uh Robinson still there? Yep, David Robinson. And then who was the shooting guard? Was it Mario Ellie? No, but a good, uh, good shot at it. Oh, uh, uh, Ellie, Jackson. Ellie. Steven uh, Jackson. Jim, oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. You're doing um, good. All right. Who do we got? Uh, it wouldn't be the Dallas squad, wouldn't be there. So, no. Miami? Miami, it is. Yes, sir. So, it was LeBron, Wade, Bosch, Chalmers, and. Who is their center? Not me, but you, Donis Aslam. <laughs> all right. And then we got the last one, your favorite team of all time. Your favorite team? Oh. Your favorite team. The Lakers again? No. My favorite team of all time. The Celtics. Oh. 
the Celtics should not be. I mean, yeah, Garnett, um, uh, Ray Allen, uh, Pierce. Who was their point guard? Was Rondo? Yeah. And then their center was um, what's his name? Perkins, right? Big Perk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, good job. Those are the the five listed top uh, top starting laps in the last twenty years. I mean, four of basically every one of them. At least three of them were Hall of Famers, right? Yeah. So oh, yeah, I mean, uh, okay, mine is easy. Right there, I could totally see that. Mine is easy. I'm gonna. Okay. It's a start bench cut. Okay, I'm gonna give okay. you three players. Start bench cut. This is actually a pretty tough one. Garnett, Duncan, Malone. Garnett, Duncan, Malone. Mm. Damn. <laughs> I had a tough one on this one. I actually had a really tough one on this. It took you know me what? a second. I'll tell you what. I got to start Duncan. Okay. Okay. Start okay. Duncan. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say um, I'm benching Malone and then I'm I'm cutting Garnett. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like Malone is the number two scorer of all time. Like it's pretty hard to cut a guy like that, right? Yeah, I mean it's not not super flashy by any means, but it just my God, he was he was. But he was the only one that didn't win a championship. You're not crazy. I mean they Um, were. I mean they were fucking close. Yeah, I I think you have to go Duncan as your starter. Yep. And then, yeah, I think as much as I don't like Malone, I think you have to go Malone over Garnett just because of he had arguably, potentially, you can, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I, I want to say less talent around him and harder competition to go through to make it to the finals yeah, and made so it two years in a row. so hard to to put, you know, the competition like yeah. harder, less, or whatever it is, because – that's just who they were playing against. At yeah, the time. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the rules were different, so yeah. we can say oh, it was, you know, easier path and stuff like that. But I mean, shit, Malone, these guys are just grabbing you all game long, yeah. like yeah. hard fouls here and there, and just a common foul. Whereas yeah, yeah, kicking out of the game today. I mean, I don't necessarily like Garnett either. So I guess I mean, yeah, you have. I, I think the most realistic is Duncan Malone cut Garnett. I think that I makes think the most so. sense. So. Definitely. All right, people, let us know what you think. Thank you for listening in. Uh, We will be, once again, we did a quickie this week because we had one on Saturday or Sunday, whatever it was. So uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace.